Welcome to the Grim Readers Podcast, where each week we have a theme and highlight where we find it in a book we've chosen to read. I'm Shada, and my partner is Afure. Enjoy listening to our podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode three of our podcast. This episode is all about the idea of resilience and how it manifests in the book. Um, the thing things fall apart and in real life. Um, so Shada, why don't you go ahead and tell us how would you pers- um, personally define resilience? Okay, so resilience is the ability to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. And it is said that people have a sense of control Well, resilient people have a sense of control. They can problem solve. They have strong social connections and are able to like ask for help. There are four core components, which I searched up and it was connection, wellness, healthy thinking and meaning. And these four components can empower you to withstand and learn from difficult and traumatic experiences. I thought it was really cool because I saw that psychologists define resilience as a process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, which is what we've all been talking about in these like episodes. So what did you find out about resilience? What I found interesting was a lot of the definitions um, and in general also talking to, to friends and to colleagues or classmates, I should say. A lot of definitions of that, a lot of their definitions of resilience was the idea of being strong and never backing down, almost never giving up, and no matter what. And I feel like it's interesting in the way that they've explained resilience because often I feel that sometimes it comes across as ignoring the trauma, ignoring the adversity. You you face and just keep moving forward in where which I disagree with and I feel like it's not necessarily shouldn't resilience shouldn't necessarily be seen as toughness but more as the cap the capacity to heal after getting damaged in a way because to me when when something happens like whether it is something like within your family or at work it shouldn't be you ignoring the situation that just went on and just keep i keep working and that's what makes me resilient is that despite like my my mother passing away i'm going to keep working every day and and whatnot i what really to me what resilience is is being able to face the fact that your mother passed away and face your own feelings and go, you have to go through that that cycle of of grief and to be able to come out stronger and heal from it whereas if you just ignore it completely you you haven't healed because you haven't put the effort to heal so i feel like a huge part of resilience is definitely facing the problem i also thought the same thing cuz it doesn't make sense to just ignore the problem you have to go through the pain and understand the pain and also let that pain guide you through life so you know what to do or what to expect later on but obviously like not to obsess over it and you know let it control you but just guide you is really important so 
through personal experiences, would you consider yourself resilient? Why or why not? Well, I feel I feel yes because I think this kind of the first point I would say kind of connects to what just happened in the book where I've moved um, countries and homes several times in my life, and what just happened in the book is um, a conqueror and his family had to essentially they were essentially they were exiled like for seven years I think. Um, to his mother's land because he committed manslaughter, and so it's like that idea of being able to to almost leave behind so much and have to move on and is I think is a huge sign of resilience. And then I also see it in at from school from my experience at school because. I mean, especially as as a teenager, and you're growing, and you, you like you you have different emotions and stuff that are a little bit uncontrollable.、Um, being able to go through the high school system, I think everyone builds a sense of resilience because there's so much to to juggle at this point in our lives, where like we're we're thinking about the future. Um, we're, but then also we're dealing with our current selves that are essentially incomplete, and at the same time we we're we're producing for school. We have we have to keep up with our grades. We have to keep up with our teachers and class, and so it's all that kind of that battle of my past life experiences and my current situation. I feel like definitely makes me a resilient person. What about you? Um, I would actually consider myself resilient.、Um, I feel like I've experienced a lot of things that have changed the way I see the world. However, I'm able to like still maintain relationships that I have with people, and with new people, I just watch from the side as I debate whether they're trustworthy or not. So it might take me a while to communicate my feelings, but I do know that you know once I feel a connection with them, I know that I can like. Introduce them to my life, I guess you could say.、Um, do you think that there are levels to resilience?、Um, do you think like one person can be more resilient than another person based on their experiences? That's a hard. That's a difficult question. I think because I guess I personally think that you can be resilient at particular things and less resilient at, at others. So, for example. You could be more resilient when it comes to family relations, but then I'm more resilient when it comes to sports or something. So, like, if we're doing a long distance race, I'd be able to to run through the pain、um, more than you, most probably. But then,、mm-hmm. if it was more of a relationship issue, maybe you'd be the one who who is able to get through it and. So I don't think resilience in one area is necessarily resilience everywhere. Because as you actually just comes back to what you said earlier about the about it being psychologically, it's seen as like a process, and and so then how I how how I would see it is that pr- the process is different depending on what you're facing.、Mm-hmm. Um, so now moving towards the book, have you seen any characters showing or not showing resilience qualities of resilience? 
I think it's interesting because I was looking at your notes and I guess if we start with a conqueror, he's, we both kind of agreed that he's, he has some signs of resilience, but then he also has signs of like lacking resilience in some areas. I was, I actually wanted to hear you like explain it. Um, so what I said was that Akonko, in, yeah, like you said, there are certain places where he has qualities of resilience, such as he's able to build a life for himself and let his, I guess, trauma guide him through life. So he doesn't want to be like his father, so he works really hard. But at the same time, it's a bad thing because he obsesses over it and isn't able to show who he really is because that just kind of takes over his personality or who he is as a person it's just he doesn't want to be like his father he doesn't want to be like his father so it's really hard to say whether he's a resilient character or not yeah in one place in the book said on page 129 a was given a plot of land of ground on which to build his compound and two or three pieces of land on which to farm during the coming planting seasons with the help of his mother's kinsmen he built himself an obi and three huts for his wives and i saw this as representing how he's able to easily rebuild his life and focus on the things ahead instead of overthinking about the past however even though he's able to i guess move on it has affected the way he works and he no longer sees pleasure in working um which is something that he's passionate about and that can be that could be a sign of like depression actually and it's on page 131 where it says work no longer had for him the pleasure it used to have and where when there was no work to do a quon- a quote sat in a silent half sleep so i just thought it was like interesting how he had qualities but at the same time he didn't and it's almost like he's he's moving on moving forward but he's also scared of the past he's scared of looking into himself sometimes cuz like even and i think it's interesting because when um ikimefuna is when he killed his steps on essentially i felt like what happened next was almost like a pivotal moment for a conqueror's character cuz you saw him suffering and you saw him it was almost like his body had acknowledged that he was upset but then he stopped himself from his grieving process and he told himself that no you need a man up and go back to work so it's it's a really weird type of resilience because at first i would have said no that's not resilience at all but then at the same time resilient i guess that that's questioning whether resilience is synonymous with with good if you get what I mean because for me mm-hmm. the good thing to do would, would be to 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 grieve and to self reflect on what happened whereas he just decided to ignore it and move on but i guess that is technically resilience in in the definition of like being able to move past things because it's like he still managed to go back to work he still managed to provide for his family. So that that yeah that's it's, int- it's an interesting like 
flaw in his character where his resilience is also a lack of resilience. What do you think it takes to be resilient? Um, so from like a lot of the, the stuff we, we saw in class, so like the, the article and the, the videos we watched, um, there was definitely a focus on your character as like, you need to have courage, you need to um, be creative and adaptable. Um, and then you need to be able to see the world as it is and take it, accept it as it is to be able to move forward. And also there the, was a big one on like your environment and like your positive role models and how that pushes, helps you turn negative situations into positives. But I think for me, what was really interesting and what I discovered from the book is that the, the idea of wisdom and how that is necessary for, for resilience, because I believe it was on page one, 135 to, oh, 133 to 135, um, Uchendu, a conqueror's uncle, talks to, to a conqueror and to his cousins, the idea of Nenka, and which translates to mother is supreme. And he talks about how that notion represents the idea that your mother is there for you when you seek refuge. And he's explaining to a conqueror that he shouldn't be upset that he's here in his motherland and he's had to leave his, his kinsmen in, in Umofia. And, and so it's almost that, that wisdom to be able to see beyond the immediate sense of, oh no, of I've lost everything. You, it's a, it kind of gives you that lift and that almost, it's more than a lift because it's, it's an understanding that you, this isn't all there is to life and that there's, there's an outside of the storm. You know, that's how I interpreted wisdom in this scenario. It like brings you back and lets you see from a wider perspective what is actually happening. And you end up, you end up um, understanding that you end up scaling down the severity of your, of your situation. And you realize that, okay, things aren't as bad as, and I can deal with this. I can work with this. Okay. So overall... I would say to be resilient means that you can acknowledge the problems you've been in, but you don't let it affect the way you function in the world. And you don't obsess over trying not to let that experience happen again. You have to allow the pain to happen, but then also give yourself some time to heal and not judge yourself for being in that situation. And I think the most important factor is to yeah, give yourself time to heal and make sure that you don't let go of what you've experienced, I think is also important. You have to like let it guide you in the right direction. Yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening and join us next episode where we talk about character development, other themes, and predictions of what we think will happen next. Thanks for joining the Grim Readers podcast.